Welcome to Christian Warrior Talk, proudly presented by Christian Warrior Mission. Hosted by former Navy SEAL, SWAT officer, and atheist, now a warrior for Jesus Christ, Pastor Jason Perry. This is more than just a podcast. It's a spiritual vanguard where we intentionally set aside the hustle of our daily lives to come together. We gather to study the Bible, share in heartfelt prayer, and engage in meaningful discussions about all things Christian, homesteading, prepping, and self-defense. Lock shields with us, and together, we will hold the line. And now, let's meet your host, Pastor Jason Perry. You are listening to Patriot Crusader Mission, where Christian warriors are forged. Sponsored by Patriot Crusader Mission Patreon page. Join us and become the Christian warrior you are called to be. Strengthen on us, strengthen on us. At my signal, unleash hell. Do or do not. There is no try. All right. Hey, welcome, everyone. It's a uh, special Thursday edition of BYOBB, Christian Warrior Talk. Bring your, bring your own beverage and buddy. So you've made it through another week. Almost. Almost. So count it. here's it's to close you. Close enough to being done. Uh, starting off right. That's actually pretty good. It's actually really smooth. We are drinking Apothic Crush. Ooh, I did a good job. Yes, it was a red it blend. It was on sale. I can't a say. Harris Teeter special. Yeah, Harris Teeter special. I think I paid nine bucks for that bad boy, but good stuff. I love wine on sale. Yeah, exactly. Now that we burned through all of our Trump. You know, mm-hmm. that stuff's like 30 a bottle. It's hard so. buying it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but hey, welcome everyone to uh, Christian Warrior Talk, BYOB, bring your own. Um, B, B-I-Y-O-B. B-O-B-Y-O-B-B. B-Y-O-B-B. Bring your own buddy or beverage and buddy. Um, today we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about, uh, I have a formal apology I want to give to Rand Paul. Uh, I'll talk about that. I also want to talk about the new ridiculous Navy standards that they're exploring right now, lowering the standards to be more equitable, which makes my head want to explode. Hmm. Um, we're also going to talk about de-sexual, what, what's the word, degenderizing Mr. Potato Head yeah. to just Potato Head. Yep. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with all the Toy Story movies. They're going to like voice over all that stuff. We'll talk about it. I'm not sure what yeah. the, the big picture plan is. I think that's just the toy line. Um, we're going to talk about a special pastor in Chicago who's changing gangbangers into, um, you know, champions for Christ. Uh, we're also going to talk about, you know, what it means to be a Christian warrior. I, you know, some of the comments that we're getting on Instagram, you know, people saying you can't put Christian and warrior together because Christians are all sheep and blah, 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 blah. And I'm, about had enough of that, so I'm going to address that situation. And then, um, you know, we have a lot of toasting to do to our Patreon subscribers. Um, anyone who bought some swag. Um, and uh, and take any questions and comments that you guys have. So, again, uh, we're pretty excited about the, tonight's episode. And, um, you know, I'm excited to hang out with everyone. Do you need to hit the intro? I do. Thank you, Lauren. So without further ado, <laughs> here Hang tight. 
Here we go. All right, and welcome back to uh, Christian Warrior Talk. Uh, I love our intro. I need to make sure that I play it. You know, Lauren gets MVP already for tonight because I would have forgotten it again and I would have Shall we start myself that up. off with a cheer? Yeah, here we go. To Lauren cheers remembering to, to, remembering. Do, to do the intro. <laughs> and we'll get to do another one on the outro at the end of the show. Mm. So who we got here tonight so far? I saw Dan Warnock on Facebook. If he's still there. I know that Thursday night is throwing people off. Yeah, and especially I, the know. drinky drinky part. If you guys have work tomorrow, so if you're joining us, we appreciate. You don't it. have to take it too far, peeps. You can just have a couple sips and a couple smaller strength and honor sips, right? We won't tattle if you're cheersing with water. Right? Is that what you're saying? Whoa! <laughs> Did mean, you hear Boston? You in Boston? So I, I figured I had to go, go Boston. Boston. Yeah, you totally what? did. No, I, <laughs> I didn't even know anymore. No. Oh my goodness, yes, you totally, you'll have to listen to it back. You totally went Boston. Can anyone second that? Because I don't think I did. I mean, I'm just going to. Absolutely. Gonna... That's really funny that you didn't know. So, and that caused you to turn on full bore? Yeah. <laughs> and you can't can't leave you hanging up here with the, the Boston all by yourself. You know, she's got the best fake Boston accent ever. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. Takes me takes me back when Lawrence puts <laughs> on her uh, on her fake Boston accent. So, um, so anyways, let's um, let's get rolling into this. So, I want to issue a full apology to Senator Rand Paul. Um, I have a big confession to make for a long time. Hey, Che, it's good to Boston. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You got to need a couple ages in there, Boston. But I, I really want to give a full, um, complete apology to um, Senator Rand Paul. Uh, back in the day, uh, when I was still in the military, and um, even when I got out, you know, shortly after I got out, um, I would listen to him talk with his, you know, anti-state authority, right? His he was anti-CIA, he was anti-war, he was anti-Patriot you know, Patriot Act, he was anti-all these different things, and I thought he was a kook. Mm-hmm. Because I bought all the official crap. You know, Here I was, a SEAL or a cop, and I looked at him, and I'm like, oh, my country would never do what he's, what he's afraid of. Mm. My country would never do that. You know, so we're, he was we're just, just projecting successfully yeah. in the future. And, and hey, I'm, I want to... I want to admit 100% that I was wrong every single time and um and Rand Paul was right every single time. If there's one politician that I will tr- that I trust in DC right now, it's Rand Paul. He I have not followed his career. I mean, you've been kind of around his policies a lot longer than I have and especially paying attention to them, but my impression from him is that he's always been consistent and he seems to be one of the more principled p- 
people in government in that he voices his opinion and he stands by it and he's consistent to it. Well, he's not sexy, right? I mean, he's kind of a small, quiet spoken, well spoken, mm-hmm. but quiet guy, right? He's like the opposite of Trump. And, you know, during the debates, Trump would like clobber him with it. But now, you know, he's been right on the masks. He's mm-hmm. been right on all of COVID. He's been right on, I mean, he's been right on everything. The guy has been right on everything. Yeah, if he's been wrong on something, let me know because, you know, right now, if I had to vote for president, I'd vote for him. Well, I mean, everyone's going to be wrong now and then, too. You know, yeah. so that in itself is not a yeah. disqualifier. Of I'm just opinion, saying but... that that's how overwhelmingly he's been. Right. Yeah. Well, I know that because we, we we were listening to his. Chris um, Scott's got the clicker. His questioning today of the person that they are. The transgender or vice into, secretary um, or you know, health position or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, and uh, clearly a trans individual. And he was trying to ask about their stance minors and what, what's going to happen with minors and they were of course dodging the question and refusing um, to answer the question and he did a, he did a good job of articulating the the issue and that the administration is not willing to say out loud what they are planning to do yeah which is going to be so harmful for minors so i, I want to give a strength and honor to Rand paul um just because being a principled uh, person who's been right and anti-government from go, mm. um, you know, I just, I just have so much respect for him now. So here's to Rand Paul. All right. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Do you think he will run? I hope he does. That's I don't know. Sweep. It's got like a. It's got a sweep. I find it smooth. I don't find mm. a bite into it at all. Yeah. You know, there's no. <sighs> no, there's no. You know, so it's good. <laughs> so, anyways, um, but speaking it, of running, has everyone seen that uh, Trump is running? Trump is supposedly running, running in twenty twenty four. And CPAC is it going on tonight? It it's going tonight? on. I think it launched tonight. Yeah. Um, um, and Mitch McConnell came out saying that he would support Trump running. Yeah. Well, Mitch McConnell needs to be the first person we get rid of. He's that guy flip, was a thorn. Floppy. That guy was a, has anyone... been a thorn in our president's side since day one. Mm-hmm. He is slimy as the days. You know, Kentucky, you got to do better. Kentucky and Utah, you have to do better. Utah, if you put you put Mitt Romney back in office, you know, I hope Vegas goes out of business if they do that. You know, what I mean, I mean, you just guys get what you deserve with that clown. I mean, is having twenty two wives or whatever the heck you want worth having Romney because he's a Mormon? Probably for a lot of people there, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. That's twenty two <laughs> problems instead of just one. And we're enough of a problem as well, <laughs> because EBC, EBC, everyone. <laughs> you may be asking what EBC means. Lauren, since I can't say it, can do you want to say it? EBC is the Christian-friendly version of BBC, which you can figure that one out. Um, and it is Eve's Be Crazy, because we are. <laughs> is that about right? Is yeah, that that's right. Here it is up to Lauren True speaking. Strength and honor. <laughs> so some other things we got going on. We're going to Boone tomorrow. All right, so hold on, hold on. There, here goes William. Jason Lauren, you think I have missed seeing Jason's oar paddle with his trident and jump wings and plaques on it? But I saw it a couple shows ago. How about a closer look for us? I am proud of your service and our country. It's this right up there, my friend. See? 
Yeah, it's right up there, and it's got the big SEAL team, too. Uh, you know, it's, it's medallion, but it's a big, huge version of the coin um, for the team that I was at where I got that. But um, there are We'll some... take a picture of it and post it on um, our social media so you can see what it says. Yeah. Am, are, are you okay with yeah, that? Yeah, I'm fine I'm with that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should ask him before I say that. I'm going gonna... to get another one down no, there. Accommodation, no, right? See. When you save people from drowning because he's a hero? No, no, I'm the paddle down there. No, that's the, the oh. black. So, anyways. Yep. So. He really did save people from drowning. Yeah. So then there's this one, which was just a farewell um, present from um, my last command So uh, that I got out from. So, anyways, which was um, training command uh, where I special, where, where we were at the SEAL delivery vehicle pilot course where we taught people how to drive the six-man mini subs. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool stuff. And it was cool because Connor, uh, my yeah. son with autism, uh, he had some new toys. I haven't seen him in a bit. And he had some new toys that he brought over. And lo and behold, his favorite toy was an STV. Yeah, that's A little black cool. STV. And I'm like, I used to drive one of those. Yeah. And he's like, no. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I used to drive one Daddy's of those, Daddy's the coolest. He's like, really? You went there for work? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, cute. And then I had to explain to him it was really cold because it's a wet sub. It's not a dry sub. Yeah, which, no, you know, thank you. I'll yeah, pass on those. Yeah, I'm all, I'll pass on those too. <laughs> very cool, very fun in warm water, not so much in cold water. Yeah. With sharks swimming around. Yeah, I'm all set with sharks. <laughs> I've had my share of sharks. So do you want to talk about Mr. Potato Head? Shall we show our awesome sweatshirts first? Go for it. Okay. So if you guys watched on Wednesday, you might have seen because we were wearing them then too because they're awesome. <laughs> this is special for our BYOBB crew, our Strength and Honor crew. Yeah, guys. Strength and Honor crew. And then you, we've got the uh, all of our shirts and sweatshirts are four, four-sided with a flag. You turn around and my turn around. You turn around. All right. Turn around. I'll try not to flash my Santa PJs, guys. <laughs> And then, of course, in the back it says, I am a warrior for Christ, a defender of my country, a protector of the weak. I am a patriot crusader. And then it said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God, Matthew 5, 9. And then patriot crusader mission logo on the bottom of it. So we're pretty you proud of those. so want one. Yeah. So, and they're good. They're nice. Yeah. I mean, I've been wearing them. They are nice. They're awesome. I'm wearing navy right now, and she's wearing a dark heather. A charcoal. Charcoal heather gray. Yeah. Yeah, so and, um, on our store, you can get them. You can be part of the vanguard. Yeah, and um, one word of advice is they do seem to run a little small. So if you're kind of like riding, we haven't watched them yet to see if they shrink. If they don't shrink, they hold. They're good. They're good. But, but if, if you they like shrink, it baggy, a sweatshirt baggy, then uh, we do have those in tees, Chris. We have them in tees. Um, the same exact design that you're seeing is on a t-shirt. This one is a t-shirt already? Yeah, it's a t-shirt already. And, um, we have also, we have this one here, which I wanted to show you guys, which is our, <clears throat> I only kneel for one man sweatshirt. And we have this in a t-shirt as well. So it's a special gray and red logo on the front. It's got the, uh. Got the special red and gray on the sleeve, and then on the back, it's a a picture um, 
of I only kneel for one man and he died on the cross for me. And it's a, you know, a big American flag. Uh, and of course we're talking about Jesus there. You only Sh- kneel for Jesus. Shay, I'm in a medium and I'm five, seven ish just for, and it, it fits really nicely, but I, I wouldn't be able to wear a lot of like, multiple layers underneath it. Yeah. It just really depends on what kind of fit you have, but they are soft. Yeah. They're yeah, super they are, comfy, they're super soft and comfy. And uh, we've been wearing them, but I, I try not to stain them because I get stuff all over my, I mean, I exp- everything I touch explodes all over <laughs> me. So. Stain central. Yeah. So uh, the guy that we're going to visit in uh, Boone, North Carolina asked me if I'm handy. And I said, yeah, sure. I'm great at demolition. <laughs> <laughs> True. But, you know, breaking things, putting things together, not so much. So, um, so. I'm putting our shop link here in chat for you all if you guys want to go check everything out we appreciate your support and you'll look super cool wearing it so it's like win-win yeah exactly so the stories of this week there's a lot you know like i said to go over um the new navy standards are the things that are driving me insane Mm -hmm. so there's a few things that you shouldn't do social experiments on one of them, in my opinion, uh, the most important ones not to do this on is zero mistake professions. What do I mean by zero mistake profession? A zero mistake pr- profession is if you make a mistake, people die. And it may be a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It may be that you put in the wrong coordinates and you killed 30, 50, 12, 5, one, or just one mm. person because you entered the wrong coordinates in or you, you knew you were, this is, you know, War is life and death. Yeah. And it's not the place to use words like freaking equitable. Equitable. Yeah. Equitable. Where instead of taking people on merit and how smart they are and how they perform, we're going to take, the, we're going to be equitable and hire people that suck because of the way they look or who they sleep with or what species they identify. I'm sure we're going to have a butterfly quota soon where <laughs> people who identify as butterflies are going to, you know, we have to have a certain amount of those working for every company. Yeah. And it's not to say that there aren't quality individuals in any of those categories. It's especially a problem when you start having to have a certain percentage of them in your whole group. And then you start taking people just in order to fit the quota which is the bigger problem. Obviously you run into issues when dealing with the, the LGBTQ population and what does that do as far as um, morale and all of the complications that come just with that, that part of it. Um, and, you know, I would say that in an environment like the military, when you guys are in such close quarters, especially, you know, with the SEAL teams and they're talking about could, should SEAL teams go co and all of this kind of stuff. Um, Morale and being comfortable around your buddies and everything is so essential that, you know, it's kind of life and death for you all as well. well and so if you start introducing some dynamics. It goes just- so far and beyond that, right? So you have all those dynamics, right? Even with all the stringent standards we had in the past, 20 to 22 veterans kill themselves every day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I would be able to articulate that Christians – Active Christians occupy the least percentage of that. Mm-hmm. They seem to be the most resilient. They really hold up well to sure, all that, that right? Yep. Um, but if who already leads in suicide numbers? 
Transgenders. Trans community, yeah. Right? So now you're going to roll them into this. It's just, it's just, why? Why are we breaking 99.9% of the population to accommodate mentally ill people? Hmm? Right? It's the same reason why we got rid of, you know, in, you know the insane asylums or the sanitariums mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, the loony houses, whatever you want to call them. And I don't mean to be disrespectful yeah. of that. Um, yeah. We used to put people there who were schizophrenic and hopelessly unable to exist in society. Now they're just homeless people, yeah. you know, out there suffering on the street. Yeah. You know, because it was cruel. Yeah. You know, uh, compassion, right? And the Bible does a great job of this. In the Bible, there is no room for compassion in the Bible. The Bible doesn't even have it, <laughs> right, uh, for a, a, a lot of things up until Jesus, I would yeah, say. Yeah, Old Testament more. Um, we compassion ourselves into hell. We really, really do. Mm. We compromise justice and we compromise right for out of compassion. Yeah, and that is a serious, serious problem. Well, and it's and mis- it's what's wrong with society. It's why we how we tolerated the left so much to the point where we can coexist with the left, but they can't coexist with us anymore. Yeah. Well, and it's a misconstrued compassion too, because if if you truly have compassion for people, then you would want them to share in in Christ and and in eternity with you and. So by compassion, we're accepting a lot more than we should. We should be having compassion for them and sh- guiding them towards the right path um, instead of just saying accepting everything that people are putting out there. Yeah, it's just, you know, love the people. Like, love all humans. I get that. Mm-hmm. You hate the sin. Right, you hate the act, and that's the part that you have to to separate from them, right? Because we're all sinners, and we should all hate our own sin yeah. first and foremost yes. from everyone. Yes. So again, it's nothing against the individual; it's the act yes. and the fact that that's they're normalizing it, yeah. and they are pushing it on like three year olds and four year olds over in England right now. Oh well, yeah, I mean here too. And uh, it's like, how the heck does a four year old? Doesn't know anything, but we're going to let them choose their gender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, thinking of B, who's almost two in one year, being able to even. I mean, you have thought you were a horse until you were like fifteen. Totally. <laughs> but it just shows you that's that's the parents. I mean, because a three year old truly doesn't have any concept. Four or five. I mean. You name it, the age of a minor generally will not have a concept truly of what that means, kind of your sexual identity and all that. And so it's the parents putting their baggage or or their preconceived notions about it on their child, um, which is just so sad and tragic, and, and especially in when it becomes a permanent yeah. life-altering decision. But so this is uh, the, the chief of naval operations... Admiral Mike Gilday said, our Navy must continue to remove barriers to service and most importantly, be a shining example of a workforce centered on respect, inclusive of all. I have no problem with what they're saying about being inclusive, you know, whatever. My problem is that there are certain things, right? So can, you know, we don't want to discriminate in the SEAL teams. Can quadriplegic people be SEAL team members now? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's like what? Where does it? You know, stop? Where does the line go? Yeah, I mean, can pilots be blind? You know, I mean, at what point? Like, there's yeah. literally cause and effect here. We're not talking about things that don't matter. We're talking about life and death. Yeah. Well, and it's the same. I mean, it's the same argument. You know, the where feminism goes too far. You know, and it's the you know girls need to be allowed to do everything that the boys do. Um, in the same you know, in the same capacity. So allowing women into the SEAL teams and stuff. And it's like, we do not have the same physical characteristics in order to keep up with you guys. And I don't blame you for not wanting to put your, trusting your life in my hands. If I would not be able to get you out of a dangerous situation, cause I can't pull you or carry you because right. I just can't, I don't have that strength. And I understand that. And I, I know that you've said, have your own, that's my whatever team, you know, kick ass women where well, you I guys think, can yeah. take care of yourselves as a group of women, yeah. um, but don't commingle them for, for very reasonable reasons. Yeah. So my my stance is this. I have no doubt that women can shoot great. I have mm-hmm. no doubt that women can kill people just as easily as guys and in different ways. I think they have a unique skill set that needs to be exploited and used to defend our country. Mm hmm. I just do not think it should be intermingled with the men mm-hmm. because the men have their own unique skill sets yeah. that need to be that, that needs for them. So you keep them separate. You stand up the whatever, the cheetah crew, whatever you want to call them. And they are, you know, a hard trained number one special female special forces group in the world out there. Right. But then are we going to allow transgender dudes yeah, there. so then it's right. I mean, it's like, are they on? you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't make in the SEAL team, so I'm gonna go and yeah. try out for the girls. Well, right? now they'd have to be allowed, you know, and it's but, just, yeah, how well, dare and that's you the whole Lauren? that's the whole confusion of hey, Brandy, of equality, which is you know, having the same opportunity, and what is it, equitable, which is the same outcome, you know, so it's. And women, uh, this whole feminist equitable is thing the most is, evil word on the planet, has right been now. so. It's we've so twisted it, you know, as far as what women want to be equal, but we want the same. But then when it doesn't work out in our favor, we get mad that men are treating us differently and all this. When all the variables come out the same, right, I have no problem with things being equitable. One plus one equals two. Mm -hmm. But when you have thousands of variables and some of those are how hard do you work or how smart are you or genetically, you know, not everyone can be a quarterback yeah. or a running back or mm-hmm. a world-class sprinter or the best swimmer or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, you know, again, let's stop. Let's part of me just hopes that they get rid of all gendered sports, call it the human league and let the, let nature sort this out in a hurry <laughs> because what'll happen all women will be draw, driven out of every single sport that ever was there. All the transgender will all be stood out, will be destroyed. And then we'll be back to where we were before, mm-hmm. right? All guys and then girls will start their own leagues, yeah. right? Because all the transgender dudes who tried to get in there just got smoked. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and it just sucks because, you know, um, I, you know, if the fastest person in the world is a female, let it be a female. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I see the justice in that. Like the fastest man in the world, well, the fastest human in the world, right? Right. So let's call the human league the fastest human, the strongest human, this, that, and the other thing. We created a simple category for women, 
where the standards were decreased. Mm. So women could compete against women, mm. right? And because of that, now we're in this nightmare of transgenderism and the destroying of female sports. And all of you suburban women who voted for Democrats, because Trump's mean, your daughters aren't going to be able to play soccer anymore and they're not going to be able to do whatever. They're going to be on the sidelines because there's going to be a team of dudes that couldn't make it on the male team on your team displacing your child from playing sports. Good job. Compassion for the win. Trump bad. Sorry. Yeah. I'm a little fired up about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't even get me started on the Mr. Potato Head thing. Yeah, Mr. Potato Head. Well, and I mean, I think, again, in, in always trying to bring this back around to the Bible and faith and everything, kind of the the impact it has on kind of whether girls can compete in their own girls' leagues and all that, that's that's the kind of the worldly tangible side effect of it um and but then you just have to also kind of more importantly think about the impact on christianity and people growing up with or in and around kind of with what we consider sin and that it's being promoted in such a way um and uh that that's kind of being so normalized in the culture as far as what our kids are are growing up around now yeah well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, and again, I don't, you know, mean it, wish to come off angry. It's a frustrating thing. But in the end, I think we went over this. I think that the left is going to weaken themselves and we are going to pull back into our communities and strengthen our base and push our kids mm. and live the way that we want to live. And when they go out in society, they're going to absolutely crush it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, America's going to suffer in the long term. I hope we're still around. I hope that China or Russia or whoever, it's China. I don't know why I even say Russia. China um, doesn't destroy us because while we're making our military more equitable, they're making their military more badass. More masculine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, I mean, you got to strengthen honor, which we oh, have to respect. Strengthen honor Thank to Chris. You, Chris. No, to you. You got the strength and honor for your rant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kevin Miles, either you have a Y chromosome or you don't. Exactly, brother. Exactly. And it comes down to this, man. You know, you are what you are. When they, You can call yourself a unicorn dragon butterfly, and when they dig up your bones in a thousand years, they're going to take it, they're going to put on a, you know, run it through a DNA scan, and they're be like, this is a dude. Yeah. You know, and the fact that we all have to like play along in this fantasy world of mental illness, just, you know, it defies all logic that we destroy the 99.9 for the, for the point one. Mm. I mean, I imagine that's what transgenderism, I can't give you a stat, but it's gotta yeah, be less than know. that. One in a thousand, one in 10,000. Yeah. Well, they want it to growing. grow. Yeah. They want it to grow. They want the dysfunction and the ungodliness to grow. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 flip this. Well, let's talk about Mr. Potato Head real quickly. So if you haven't heard, Mr. Potato Head. Uh, oh yeah, so the the they're kind of rebranding their toy line um, because they have their the the whole line has been called Mr. Potato Head, and there have been non misters underneath that kind of Mr. Potato Head name. Uh, so Mrs. Butterworth now going to be Butterworth. So. 
the individual toys will still, so Mrs. there still will be a Mrs. Potato Head and a Mr. Potato Head, but it's all under the Potato Head line, not the Mr. Potato Head line, because, God forbid, there's women I know the Mr. But then they, they are creating this, um, let me see what they call it here. Um, they're, they're making it so that new products, the Create Your Potato Head family, that includes enough potatoes and accessories for kids to create all types of families. And their little picture for it is two, two Mr. Potato Heads with a baby potato head. So that's, that's the, yeah. you know, what they're pushing now um, so that kids can create their own experience, which... There's a point. I mean, I understand when people don't like in movies and toys and things that that their child isn't represented in skin color or you know ethnicity or things like that. I understand why a kid should have role models that they look like. This, you know, taking it as far as now what a kid's understanding of a family should be and all of that, that's um, – I completely disagree. Um- I can understand that, but the market dictates. We're in a free market economy. And oh, the yeah. fact that if... Cultural if Purple kids, I'm just going to pull put a, a color out there that doesn't exist, made money. Mm-hmm. There'd be purple kids in every movie doing everything. If purple toys were the, you know, whatever, and they were making money... Some entrepreneur would be making well, a lot of money. Well, I mean, you're that. you're seeing a complete change now. You're getting all of the ethnic dolls, and they're yep. changing over. You know, the Disney movies to having characters. I, and again, and that's I, all well I and understand that, and I think that there should be an option for kids to have toys that look like yeah. themselves. What I can't stand is when they try to jam stuff down your throat. That you know, population bases are population bases. If we were in, I don't know. Zimbabwe, where it's a 99.9% black population. We'll mm-hmm. say. It's actually probably got more Chinese now. It's probably, I don't know if Zimbabwe's one of the heavily uh, infiltrated Chinese areas. But my point is, is that everything there is going to be reflected of the population. Populations here are, you know, 13%, you know, black, whatever mm-hmm. percent Hispanic, yep. whatever percent this, you know, and then whatever. So society reflects that, mm-hmm. you know, in... It just is what it is, but unfortunately, they have to make us hate each other and divide us up on so many different things to try to make it like it's insidious that I'm attracted to X and you're attracted to Y. No, it's just a personal preference. Yeah. You know, that's why voluntary segregation is not a bad thing. If, if, you know, race A wants to hang out with race A because they have a lot of shared culture— of course that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't make them racist. It doesn't make them racist. It just yeah. means that, you know, what's why entire parts of towns are called Little Italy. Mm-hmm. Because all the Italians were there. Yeah. And then, they're, you know, they have Greek parts of town. And then China they have Portuguese town, parts and, yeah. of town. China part town, exactly. Are they all racist because they desire to be around the same culture? No. But as soon as if you had a white town yeah, or whatever I don't even call <laughs> yeah. it that yeah you call it that um, but kind of the 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 potato head thing is more and you know that's less race currently yeah, and it's all, it's and more, more gender. the whole gender and um 
saying the brand that currently exists with Mr. and Mrs. is limiting when it comes to both gender identity and family structure. Um, gender identity should be limiting. <laughs> And family structure, I mean, it's, again, that should be limiting it as well. You know, it's just completely desensitizing our kids to the fact that there should be a mom and there should be a dad and they should be married. (laughs) Yeah, and and again, you know, I don't want to make this the whole topic of the the show. It's just, you know, we have to stick to our biblical principles, people. We have to consolidate into deep red states where attorney generals and governors and mayors – and police chiefs will have your back and you have to hold the line. You're going to have to vote on who your dog catcher is because it's really going to be that important this next phase for us to survive until the midterms and beyond and attempt to try to take this country back. It's going to take a massive consolidation in the red States to be able to do that. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of people like that doesn't make sense. We'll leave the blue States where they're at. The blue States are where they are. Every Republican in Massachusetts is a waste is a waste. Yeah. Every Republican in New York is a waste. Mm-hmm. Every Republican in Connecticut is a waste. Mm-hmm. And we just really need to... California. Yeah, we just really need to consolidate our power bases, which means you're going to get more house, more seats in the House of Representatives. You're going... I mean, that's, that's how we have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they broke the system. Yeah. They literally broke the system. So... Um, you know, anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. But here's the str- So Danae said yeah, something nice. Okay. I was just going to say, we will accept your strength and honor, Danae. Thank you. We did. Well, it started off as a sucky week. But um, God turned it around for us, as he always will, if you let him. Yeah. So I'd like to talk about that. I'd like to give a strength and honor to God after what I have to say. <laughs> Let me toast to God. Yeah. So God answers prayers, guys. And um, I know a lot of times it can feel like your prayers are bouncing off the ceiling. And if they are bouncing off the ceiling, you're missing something. You are missing something. Either you have something you have to get right with God or you have to have something you have to give up for God, mm-hmm. like control mm-hmm. and accepting his will mm-hmm. and stop making your prayers an endless wish list of what you want. And we referenced, Ken did a sermon on this when this was his guest one in Miami, right? Yeah. That you can find on Vimeo. We mentioned it on Monday. Excellent sermon about this topic um, if you want to go find it. Yeah. So um, so God answers prayers. And it may not be the answer you want. And it may not come as fast as you want. But today, you know, you know, if I, we needed encouragement today. I can't tell you how many long-term things and uncalled for things and unplanned things all happened on one day, mm-hmm. like totally crazy affirming things about this show, about this program, about, you know, um, about just everything that you sometimes feel like you're pouring your heart and soul in and it's going nowhere. And then all of a sudden it just pays off. Mm-hmm. And today was one of those days, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and, and if it wasn't for you guys, you wouldn't be able to do that. So, again, um, so here we go. Strength and honor. Thank you, God, for answering prayers. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Cheers in that. So. I think a lot of times people 
say that their prayers aren't being answered, but it's only because they haven't gotten the answer that they were want that they wanted. Right. And they really have gotten a different answer and they're just going kind of la 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 la, <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear it. Um, so that's always an option too. just consider that you might've been given your answer and you just didn't realize it. Well, and that's the point of the danger of all your prayers being answered. Mm-hmm. How different would our lives look right now? Well, I think pr- all, all of them being answered. Yes. Yes, exactly. Is the, is the um, qualification there. You know, whereas, you know, you'd still be with your first girlfriend from, you know, kindergarten. Right. You know, or or whatever, you're in your first job where you, instead of evolving and going through challenges and growing, mm-hmm. um, that's a great world word. word. Not, which word? What word? Chris. I just said a few, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't sure any of them were great, but thank you. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so anyways, we're really looking forward to our trip to Boone um, tomorrow. And um, Say prayers, please, that baby B will tolerate her four-and-a-half-hour car ride. She's not the best. She's a great kid, but it does not translate to being a great car rider. So the other thing, uh, folks, that I just want to say about prayers getting noticed is our podcast is getting noticed. Um, You don't need... You know, 10 million subscribers for people to notice that you're doing right things and that you're saying the right stuff. So uh, we are getting traction. We are getting noticed. And, um, you know, we are being approached by some, some you know, pretty significant people. So uh, we're really blessed and humbled mm-hmm. and by all that. And, you know, we couldn't – if you guys weren't here, we couldn't do this. Mm-hmm. So, again, let's cheers to you guys. To so you. strength and honor to you. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. William, I'm glad to hear you're drinking coffee tonight. Yes, that is good. We were not um, thrilled to think that we derailed any yeah, years-long like, oh effort we, there on your... <laughs> you, know, you know, William had been uh, clean and sober for 38, 40 years, and <laughs> our strength and honor toes made him break that. We That would be a hard thing for us to carry. That's not quite... Uh, Jesus of us. Yeah. That's <laughs> so not again, what we're trying to do. BYOBB is bring your own beverage. Right, it doesn't have to be booze. To me, whatever you want, we choose to participate. And you do not need to drink as much as he does every time that he yeah. <laughs> he does a cheers. Speaking can of, can I have a little you refill? Can, you can do a Lauren size sip, not a Jason size sip. Yeah, if you do a Lauren size sip, you'll be like be perfect. <laughs> Saves so, money. You drink less. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's like right in the. <laughs> Sam, I am. Welcome to America. The government is not your friend. The government is not helping you. The government has enslaved you. The government has trapped you. The government owned you. Owner owns. You're saying that in past tense. So uh, I would agree the government is not your friend. I think that the government has completely been corrupted and turned into something. Um, you know, it's there are no more two parties. There's one party, and that one party just... You know, they divide us on social issues and they serve to riching themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their whole goal. That's what they do. So I get that. So, Sam, I am. I, I agree with everything you said there. I just don't know. The government owned you. Um, is that in a reference to me probably, serving? Probably owns, maybe. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm sure he'll he'll, he'll, yeah. cheer, he'll chime back in. So, um, the other things I wanted to talk about today 
is uh, some good news. Uh, Lauren's got a story about Cass. Pastor Corey Brooks out of Chicago. You want to talk about that, Lauren? Yeah, well, and I think it's more just kind of what it represents. It was an article about him and kind of his mission, um, not any one particular thing that he's done. But um, I think it's it highlights the good that a strong Christian warrior can do in a broken broken world, broken community. You know, we've been talking about kind of what can we do. And pastors like this who... Um, have the fortitude to go into some of the worst communities and the most broken communities um, and open their doors and and show people who've lived a very broken lifestyle what it means to be forgiven, what it means to redeem themselves um, and change their life around. I think that's what we need so much more of. And so I just thought that um, he deserved... A strength and honor, um, yep. because he has turned you know these drug dealer gang bangers around, um, shown them the impact of their lifestyle on their communities and and kind of the ripple effect of the the bad that they were doing, and also now that they they can redeem themselves by having ripple effect of good, um, and, and that's where and those is. people go back into their communities and they are living out the change that Jesus did in their heart. Um, and I think it's so many churches will turn away people who've, uh, you know, have, who lead those lifestyles or, or yeah. lead them to believe that they, you know, they're just too far gone. They can't be redeemed. Um, and those people feel hopeless and like, you know, oh, there's no point in trying to go to church or trying to change. I've, I've done too much. I've sinned too much. Um, and his mission is to, to give them the tough love, but the love of Jesus and, and say, no, you can, you can turn this around. You can be forgiven and change, and um, and the impact that then they have in their own communities is is so much greater. So, um, I just thought that he deserved a little call out, a little praise. Um, and there's so so many other pastors like him, but he was just an. Yeah, an but unfortunately, time. they're in the minority, right? Mm-hmm. So in Boston, you know, we tried to partner with a lot of the black churches in the worst neighborhoods. You know, I volunteered to work in the worst part of Boston, which was Roxbury, mm-hmm. Mattapan uh, area. And um, unfortunately, many of them are not doing what he's doing. And, you know, the the crime-ridden black neighborhoods, the police can't fix them. Mm -hmm. They have to fix them. Mm -hmm. There's so many unsolved murders in Boston right now because the public will not cooperate with law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Right? If if the community doesn't want to fix it, then it can't be fixed. Mm -hmm. Right? Because then you're just like an occupying force. Right. So it's like the Muslims need to fix the Muslim problem. The, you know, any group that you want to take there, they have to police themselves and they have to be the ones that turn it around or else everyone else looks like an occupying force, which doesn't work. Well, of course. I mean, that's that's just a bigger community level thing of you have to want to change yourself. Like I, as my, as your spouse, I can't force you to change on something you don't want to change on. You have to recognize that and change that yourself. And so as it goes for one person, it's going to go for a community as well. And that's why Larry Elder and Candace Owens are so important in the black communities Mm -hmm. going out there. And it's also why, um, you know, Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk is, is so important to changing the, you know, 
the college university yeah. scene, yeah. you know, and of course, Candace has been a part of that as well. Um, you know, but them going in there and waiting in and doing, you know, debate battles and mm-hmm. winning on logic and PragerU, why PragerU is so successful. Yeah. The left is terrified of PragerU because everything they do is so right. Mm-hmm. It's so well done. It's articulate. And it's a large yeah. logic base. The truth can't be, can only be suppressed with, um, with cognitive dissonance for so long. Mm-hmm. Right, it's going to take. They're trying to hide it. Right, exactly. That's why they're trying to limit freedom of speech because truth is literally it's infectious. Mm -hmm. Right. So the other thing that really pissed me off that I heard is that the Navy just literally made everyone re-swear the oath to defend and support the Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic, (laughs) again um, because of. Two isolated incidents that may or may not have had anything to do with anything on two ships and a fleet of 10,000. Well, is it also because of the sixth and the, how they're trying yeah, to well, they're, yeah, and- that, that's the other part of it. Because there were so many veterans at the sixth, yeah. they're all terrified of us, which they should be, in my opinion, because, you know, we, you know, by having us swear to defend the Constitution, right, they are destroying the Constitution. Right. They, our politicians, are they, they don't even abide by one iota of it. No, you know. Well, so yeah, so yeah, of course. Then they're going to be scared of people who are actually trying to fight for that. Um, so we got we got some stuff yeah, here I want to comment. So Sam, I am. You're in Tennessee. We are looking to move to Northeast Tennessee. We are looking to move. What part to of the, Tennessee are you? The in? reddest of the red of the red red red, uh, and the smallest town that we can that has what we need. Right, a hospital, um, you know, some stores, a restaurant or two, um, you know, some convenience. But that's what we all should be doing, folks. You shouldn't be moving to the biggest city that ever was. You're not going to be able to have the effect there. You're not going to have your vote gets diluted out there. If you're in a town of 2,000 or a town of 6,000, you and your church can have a very big effect on that Mm -hmm. or you in partnering with churches. So the first thing we're going to do when we go there is we're going to our small town that we're going to do our homework on. We're going to rent in it and we're going to start making alliances across all the churches, Mm -hmm. right? Go in there, start meeting people, start start engaging we as Republicans or as conservatives get so busy, you know, doing freedom, right? That was our thing, freedom. We're out hunting, fishing, shooting, you know, doing whatever, raising our families, spending time <laughs> yeah. in church. And we didn't do politics and community a- activism. Yeah. We don't have community organizers. We have business owners, <laughs> right? But unfortunately, they kicked our ass with the community organizers. Mm-hmm. And we really need to rally around that. So everyone needs, if you're in a blue state right now, you're throwing your vote away. You need to really consider about what's most important to you. Is your freedom important to you? And I want to explain this. If you're in an all blue state and you've got guns and you think that you're going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to be able to just coexist here. You're not, you're going to shoot. Your neighbors are going to rat on you, right? You're, you're gun for your, your state police task force that is going to be set up or your governor's task force for your guns, you're going to have who you're going to have all these people comply. And then there's going to be the red people or the red people who are the gun people who are going to stick out and they're going to be. Well, in those areas, they pretty much have to go to a, a gun range to, to shoot. in a lot of those States or areas, um, if there's a lot of gun control and those gun stores and stuff are being, um, 
they're being choked out a little bit, right? Because all these laws are kind of coming after how they're able to operate, and so you might be losing your your one place to shoot. So, Todd, I can't, I can't remember if you've commented on this before of where you're moving from and where you're moving to, but glad to hear for you that you're you're making that step of going red. Yeah, if you haven't, like, like there are churches in blue territory that you won't have to tiptoe. If you go to Calvary Chapel, Bangor in Orrington, Maine, mm-hmm. Ken Graves, and there are plenty, like, he's got a whole crew of disciples who spread throughout all of rural Maine mm-hmm. that preach the word, you know, fearlessly. Mm-hmm. They are fire-breathing Christians that don't care about who they offend. Yeah, that's um, if, if You know, if... Ken says, if people aren't getting up and walking out, then you're not being honest with them. Yeah. You know, and that's what, particularly when he goes and he does guest speaking, Mm -hmm. you know, um, if I'm not putting the, saying the things that are making some people in the audience uncomfortable, I'm not getting real enough. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the truth. Mm -hmm. So all the institutions were infiltrated, NGOs, the, is that SO13C or just 501C3s are just laundering schemes for massive uh without a doubt the whole system is is has been designed against us guys it's the deep state and it's people with billion dollar you know consulting firms from mckenzie um you know strategizing how to warp the system in their favor and that's what you the, the biggest example of this with that you we saw was the gamestop debacle mm-hmm. where you know some smart clever guys uh, found a loophole that was against the McKenzie's and all the, you know, all the stock trading firms out there, and they whooped them. So yeah. what they have to do? They had to break the system. They shut down the system yeah. because holy smokes, they were getting. They moved smoked. the goalposts, changed the rules. Yep, and that is uh, everything. So yeah, strength and honor to Ken Graves. Exactly. Yes. You know, uh, man of strength, strength and honor. Strength and honor. So, you know, there's another guy that I, I really want to um, support, call out um, in a good way. And that's Mike Lindell from MyPillow. Um, if there is one guy who has fought harder for freedom mm-hmm. and for this country, mm-hmm. it's Mike Lindell. And it's sad that it has fallen to a former junkie businessman that he has risen to the champion of freedom to where he is right now. Oh, and the left hate him, the right, story, the right yeah. hates him. Every, they, they just want him to go away. And he is investing his own money because he believes in America and he believes in second chances because he got one. Well, he's like Trump. He has his yeah. own money, so he's dangerous because he's not owned. He he did this all himself. He yeah. fought up from the bottom, and he's willing to put it on the line again. You know, So I think he's he's one that is you know, basically – okay to give the finger to everyone who's saying don't do that or you know they're trying to shut him up well i mean um, look he's lost all his bed bath I mean, and beyond he's, and he's, he's lost standing all on things. such incredible conviction and so yeah it's it's admirable and it's inspiring yeah. my if you don't own a my pillow buy one if you do own one buy one for your guest room mm-hmm. you know it, the guy is as good as it gets um i'm loosely connected and affiliated with him through operation restored warrior he's a huge supporter there he's partnered with them and they are doing he gives so much time effort and money to recover to addicts yeah and it doesn't matter what you're addicted to he has spent countless treasure uh really trying to help the most yeah. you know the most rejected and the most despised of our society which are the drug addicts mm-hmm 
forgotten the sixty five thousand Americans that die every year to over to, yeah. to overdoses yeah, that a- we don't we don't care about them. My brother being one of them. Yeah. Right. We don't care about them because it's inconvenient because it's the pharmaceutical industry. Mm-hmm. We don't care about them because guess what? It goes against the Democrat voter base of having open borders because China, our number one enemy, geopolitically, militarily, um, economically, um, is behind it. Mm-hmm. They are literally sending drugs and equipment to the cartels mm-hmm. who are making these poisons and they're smuggling it across our border. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats just undid it all. I undid it all, mm-hmm. which brings me back to my point to not make this a uh, show about complaining. It's recognizing the truth. And how do you counter that? You counter that by knowing your neighbors, by knowing your community, getting small and holding what you got, right? Strengthen your base and then expand, 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 expand. But right now, after and the ask- support the people who are on the front line doing it already, like Mike Lindell. Yeah, support your Mike Lindells. Recycle your money. Christian conservatives throw our money away like it's crazy. We go to Starbucks and we support a company that hates us and is against everything that we are. They're against cops. They're against the military. They're against traditional values. They hate us. We buy Coca-Cola. We watch the Super Bowl, right, that hate cops. Cops watch the Super Bowl, Mm. all right? So listen, we need to start recycling our resources within our own community, Mm -hmm. right? So supporting your... Your small businesses that ha- that are Christian that you know from your church. Instead of going to Lowe's, which I don't have a problem with Lowe's, don't get me wrong. Go to, you know, Stephen and Janet's hardware store yeah. down the street that's in your church. And spend a little bit more on the hammer. Because you're investing in your values. You're supporting your people's values. Yeah, we actually, we had um, a small... Christian-owned, husband-wife-owned company reach out to us today on Instagram. They make jerky, and they asked if they could send us samples, um, and we'll talk about it on the show. And, I mean, that's more than happy to do it, you know, because they are they're, yeah, we're not they're Christians doing we'll do their it. thing. You know? We'll support so, them. Of course we'll support that. So if you know of anyone like that who who we can help through this platform, um, send them our way. We're happy, yeah. we're happy to do that. Yeah, William, the the... It wasn't just Republican voters that was pulled on. I know you're a Democrat, William. It was pulled on everyone. They stole the election from you, too, because you're a Trump voter, right? They literally have been doing this. And the Democrat platform, yeah, they they pulled it on America. They stole it from America, right? They stole it from America. So, you know, it comes down to this, guys. It really comes comes down to this. We're either of the people or we're not. And, you know, we... What they've done, and again, I don't want to get banned from YouTube and I don't want to go off on a massive tangent. We have to plug in to what to what's most important, and that's the culture war. All right. Not you know, we're not gonna win a, there's not gonna be a civil war, guys. If there's a civil war, the time was to fight that was when Trump was in power and he wouldn't have used the military against us. Right? We didn't do that, right? And now the Democrats are in control, and they will use the military against us. They will. Uh, if you don't think the troops will be will do that, you're crazy. Um, they'll use northern troops against southern troops, southern troops against northern troops. This that they'll prey upon all the prejudices. They'll do all that stuff until enough, and the, and then they'll have agitators out in the community inflicting harm, committing atrocities mm-hmm. to call to to force the public opinion to make that to want happen. 
So we have to win the culture war. And that's why, you know, you see supporting, you know, this movement of patriotic Christian rap, Mm -hmm. supporting people, artists and, and other things out there who are, you know, who you may not even like their music. But you go in, you like their YouTube videos, you do what you got to do to support them because, you know, Tom McDonald, you know, the guy's a freak show. He looks like an absolute freaking weirdo with steel in his face and facial tattoos. He's a testimony in brokenness, but he's calling out the hypocrisy and he's extremely popular right now. And people are hearing his music and they're letting their guard down and they're take, they're being red pilled. Mm-hmm. Right, the black community is being red pilled through Topher and the Marine rapper and and uh, Bryson Gray, Gray yeah. and all these other guys out there who are legitimately taking the fight and taking the heat, and we have to support them. That's why I have them on their on my show when I they want to come on. I'll always let people who are fighting on our team for our team come here, and I'll support them. Mm-hmm. Let me catch up on this. Uh, I have a. 218 high roof Nissan. Uh, you know, that's, that's great. You know, Sam, I am, um, you know, it sounds like you've had a rough go and I wish you the best, man. Um, it sounds like you're living, you know, the, uh, the traveling, uh, faceless, what does he call himself? Faceless traveler or something like that. Um, good on you, brother. All I have to say is you're going to have to, I recommend you drop roots at some point, plug in with a good church, a good family, get grounded in, in, in Jesus and, and go from there. Um, you know, doing a guerrilla campaign from your van, you know, is, is where you're at right now. And, you know, that's a lonely lifestyle, bro. You got to get her iron sharpens iron and you got to get around other believers that, that are going to have your back. Okay. Um, can't wait for president Trump on Sunday at CPAC. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can't wait for uh, President Trump on CPAC. I hope he is going to go off. And the Great Tribulation is coming. You know, I don't know if it's going to happen in our lifetime. Again, people have been saying the end of days have been coming for thousands of years now. Um, Does it look like it? Yeah, it sure does. But who knows? Who knows? So shall we do, we haven't toasted a little. Let's do a strength and honor to all of the businesses and individuals who are Fighting the good fight, fighting yep. the culture war, standing strong despite the impact on their business, friends, family, etc. Small businesses, here we go. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. All right. Do you want to get into being a Christian warrior? I will, but I want to talk tackle what Todd just put out. It is a culture war, but I think people have to realize this has been going on as is going to be a long way back. Civil war still could happen, but people will move. Todd, you know, I, I don't know if you're a military guy um, or not. You know, I am as well, if you are. Um, one Apache helicopter, one drone. Like, you don't understand, this is Facebook and the technology. here. We're not third world America, you know, third world um, Afghanistan where you can hide in mountains and, and do all this stuff. They're going to know who you are. They're going to rat you out. They have facial recognition cameras everywhere. This is a technology. Unless an EMP levels the playing field, there is no winning a civil war. It is impossible. Absolutely impossible. So, um, and it would, it would put us in a third world status. China would attack. Russia would attack. 
people would take over the. I mean, it would it would be absolutely kind of that can't be the answer. If that's the answer, we've all lost. No, I don't think that he's saying that. It, that I'm is not the saying. Answer. That. Yeah, I just I'm, that it, I'm saying that to affirm to somebody who may watch this later mm-hmm. and think that I'm not. Civil war cannot be the answer. Winning the culture war is the fastest way to flip this country. Right? Transgenderism like became cool in the span of like six years. Mm-hmm. Right? Patriotism can come can become cool with one hit song. Shay, if you pop over to YouTube, that's where most of these comments are coming from. Um, and we can use the viewing hours over on YouTube, Jay. I put the link into the video way at the top of the Facebook chat. If you uh Yeah, and the there. civil war the spiritual war has been going on forever, and that's not just for America, that's a world war. Right. That's a global eternal war since the beginning of time. And it 100 percent is, mm-hmm. which is why, Sam, I am. You need to be around believers. You know, what good is a believer out in the middle of nowhere affecting no one? You're, you're, you're ministering to no one. Mm-hmm. You're doing nothing. Right. And I know you get arrested for on the street corner uh, preaching and um, try a different tactic, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and get around it. Right. I'm just saying that people are already playing musical chairs. Uh, talk to any realtor. No, I get it. We are. I get it. We're talking to realtors. We're moving south, and you know, and and that's great. And it's not for a civil war. It's for if they are going to succeed, secede. I want to be in the states to secede. Mm. You know, and I think we're a long ways away from that. And I don't know if a peaceful secession can happen. You know, so Texas has been Texas has been one of the biggest people saying. You know, and again, I you know, I one. Let me say, I love the Texas people. I love, they're very patriotic. I think they are a little too much about statism, about mm-hmm. Texas, but they are patriotic. They serve America. They love freedom. They love their, they, you know, um, we are similar souls, people of Texas. But, you know, they've had a very inflated opinion of their independence. And they just got their ass kicked from some cold weather. Like yeah. destroyed over cold weather. Texas is a desert. It has no natural resources to live. There's no water. They can't exist. Mm. There's not enough places to grow food because there's not enough water. They have to truckload because it's such a densely populated place. It's Manhattan stacked on Manhattans spread out over a giant geographical area that they can't support their own population with food. So acting like they're going to like go into rebellion, they'll all starve inside of 90 days. You know, so, I mean, it's it's just... I'll come knocking on Mexico's door. You know, it, Let us in. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> so, you know, again, I and I, I want to lie with, with Texans. Yeah. I, I love them. I, they, they are kindred spirits. It's just they got to see what they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there are parts of Texas that are beautiful and others that are just desolate wastelands. So... Um, so Kevin says, I will eventually move to Nevada because it's a battleground state and I want to do my small part to help it become red. Well, Nevada, I would say, you know, for me, I would beg you to move to North Carolina if you're going to move anywhere. Uh, the Carolinas are a booming place. They're growing. They are red. They went red again this time. And I think we have to hold that above everything because it's a high. I don't remember how many seats they have right now, mm-hmm. but um, North Carolina and South Carolina and Georgia. Connect with Chris Scott. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm traveled from Florida to Wyoming and back, and now traveling from Florida to Tennessee. The government is conquered. The 501c3s are conquered. This is Laodicea, 
Church America is Mystery Babylon. <clears throat> Best path is city-states, Florence versus Papal Rome, or Swiss cantons while maintaining United States. I don't prefer war, but power distance limitations. I agree with that. I think statism is what is that? That was built in in our founding, guys. If you wanted to live liberal, you moved to California. If you wanted to live conservative, you moved to Texas, mm-hmm. right? That is what statism is about. Mm-hmm. It's about limited federal authority and the states being able to dictate what's that. The problem is the federal government, because the Democrats will, your party again, you know, if you notice there's a theme here, your party's been the root of all evil for the past 50 years now. Um, <laughs> I love you, brother, because you're a diehard supporter of this. I just got to get you to stop calling yourself a Democrat. What party you is Democrat? Yeah, I'm you've curious never, if you've you're never considering... ever said what party you is Democrat. After after this year, I'm curious, William, if you'd be if you're considering switching what parties. Democratic value do you support? Because I, chances are it's no longer a value of theirs. So, anyways, I can't remember what I was saying. So the statism part, okay. Um, I can't believe I wasn't on YouTube. I need reminders. I'm the worst. It's okay. <laughs> Shay, there we, is no we state forgive you, Shay. There's no state income tax in Tennessee either. Um, so Tennessee is great. Boone is beautiful. Banner Elk is beautiful. Moving to Northeast Tennessee, Southwest Virginia. We'll see Virginia. you there. Don't go Don't to Southwest Virginia. Virginia. Virginia's lost. They're do gonna North come for Carolina your or Tennessee. Do North Carolina, Tennessee. So do Northwest uh, Carolina or Northeast Tennessee. Uh, you're going to be very, very happy. You will be there. Yep. That's where we're dropping roots. And our house goes on the market the end of next week. So I know I've been saying that for a while, but holy smokes, it really is happening. Um, we're going to Boone tomorrow. Yep. Here's the that. Here's the scene of Newtown in the rainiest weather ever. Here's what I do know. Let me tell you guys. It'll be prettier than Maine because just about be. anywhere is. It will be prettier than Maine. <laughs> but can I just tell you guys that it is darn near impossible to get a house show ready with three large dogs and the muckiest winter we've had in years. Yeah. Holy this has smokes. been the wettest, nastiest the winter we've had in Virginia in a long time. I cleaned the walls two days ago, and they're already dirty again. I mean, we still have ladybugs like everywhere. That, everywhere. That's just going to be. I'm just trying to get the freaking drool off the walls, man. I get, <laughs> <laughs> we have a mastiff, as Chris Scott and the, uh, does, and Lauren has been getting drool off the ceiling. She throws that stuff. It's the worst. Like crazy. I don't God love people who love the breed, but <laughs> never again. Never again. Yes, the whole state is gone, Todd. Virginia is gone or else I'd be staying here. I love Virginia. It's just there are, a lo- as with most of those blue states, a lot of it is actually red. Chris said slingers. Yeah, yeah man. Chris, holy smokes. But too much of Virginia, the Richmond and Northern Virginia and some of the Virginia Beach area, right? They've yeah. all, they're too heavy blue and they just outweigh everything. Um, so if you look at the map. And Charlottesville is the pocket of the resistance. Yeah. Right? Capital, of the, Capital of the resistance. Capital of the resistance. And um, so, don't come here. Yeah. They'll so don't come guns. in this state. They're coming government, for your guns. Government they have North laws that are getting wacko. ready that they have been researching where, you know, any mag over 12 rounds is going to be a class one misdemeanor. They're just going to continue to, um, 
come after, you know, everything's an assault weapon. It's terrible. It would stink to move to that bottom corner of Virginia and have the same red values that are right across the state lines, but then have Virginia change everything on you. Yep. And Ralph Northam destroyed the state. see it right across the state line that you could have moved instead. And Actually, let me right. correct that. Democrats are like locusts and they destroy everything. Name one thing Democrats haven't destroyed. California, destroyed. Most beautiful place the in this country. The environment, right? We're supposed to say the environment. They haven't destroyed. Well, they've destroyed the environment. <laughs> All they're doing is destroying our economy and empowering China to yeah. continue to destroy. If, like, we don't pollute the ocean here. All the trash is coming from Asia. Like, the big plastic continent that floats out in the middle of the Pacific comes from Asia. Well, and the the damage they're doing with... Um what is it, the uranium or whatever they're getting yeah. for all of our electric car batteries? What What is that that they that they put in that? I don't know what you're talking about. With like the, everything that they have to dig up for to make the batteries. Oh, you and mean stuff for the for the, the, for for the, the new uh, oh, the electric Teslas? Cars. Yeah, yeah. So basically, a Tesla off the shore, but it's right? someone else's environment. It's not our fracking on our yeah, prop on yeah, our it's, land. It's, so it's, it's okay. It's a child <laughs> slave labor in Africa to dig up the amount of. You know, materials. What, what needed, is? I can't lithium, remember what lithium. Lithium, lithium to make yeah. the batteries for a Tesla. A Tesla. It takes ten years for a Tesla to pay off. Mm-hmm. Meaning, for the first ten years, your SUV, suburban, traditional suburban, is better for the environment. And guess what? Guess what's charging those <laughs> coal plants? <laughs> it's the the thought process of like one step removed is just it just stops. Christian Warrior Talk is sponsored by Trident Shield, your trusted ally in violence preparedness. Trident Shield safeguards your loved ones with expert training and consulting. Trident Shield, defending faith through preparedness because together we save lives. So also, if any sucker stuck in Minnesota who might read this later, get the hell to Hudson, Wisconsin. Get out of Governor Walt's territory. I don't know how anyone can live in Minnesota anymore. I'm sure it's a beautiful place, mm-hmm. but I mean, with what BLM and you know, and all the unrest and everything on that's gone there. I mean, the defund the police movement, the roving gangs that just beat down people and rob them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's become. I mean, it's, it's the place has become a cesspool. You know, I mean, I mean, look at look at their state to- reps. Isn't that that's the place that's getting emergency funding after they defunded the police? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's where the geniuses defunded the police and they just had to have an emergency budget meeting to f- try to hire cops because the crime has gone out of control. Imagine mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's natural selection, guys. I mean, you can only be a Democrat for so long until you wake up and you're like, wow, I've destroyed everything. Let me go to Texas and try it there. Wow, I just destroyed that. Let me go to Montana and destroy it there. I mean, they're locusts, man. William Ru- has not answered us, man. I'm try. I-, I think we can save him. I think we can and save. You're drinking him. coffee too. You should still be awake. Yeah. You know, I I just don't understand. I would love to know what party you or what party value of the Democrat Party you support because you seem like an extremely amazing, you know, loyal, logical. love, logical American and how you can support the party that is destroying everything that is America to make us Europe. I just don't understand that. 
I know you live in Minnesota, Victor, and I think you're crazy to stay there. People are stealing catalytic converters in old Ford factory neighborhoods in dead winter, multiple car thefts in no-go zones. North Minneapolis has curfews. Bro, it's what do you expect? I mean, that's what Democrat rule does. They're going to turn Minnesota into Detroit. You know, boarded up, boarded up houses for blocks and blocks and blocks. Mm-hmm. And, Shay, Virginia Beach was a great place, not anymore. I mean, it might be a good place to vacation, like, you know, whatever. You know, I called it a poor man's Florida. But, um, you know, I, I wouldn't go anywhere in Virginia ever again. Yeah, it's already there. Got that right, Todd. So um, let's talk about being a Christian warrior. All right. I've been looking at the, uh, you know, our Instagram is, is, has doubled in the past couple of weeks. We're up to 2000, almost 2000, over 2000 yeah. um, followers Thank there. you. Cheers Thank to you. If any of you are watching. Cheers to all the new, yeah, Instagram followers. I neglected Instagram. I didn't weigh in on it. It seemed too hungry, but man, we are finding some great Christians over there. We are finding some great Christian brothers and sisters over there that are willing to lock shields with us. So, um, and you know, I'm posting stuff and of course everything has got Christian warrior written all over it. And people are, you know, some of these people are saying Christian and warrior shouldn't be in the same sentence. They should be meek sheep, More and like blah, blah, Christian blah, blah, and sheep. Christian and sheep. And that's what I want to talk about. What is a Christian warrior? What is a Christian warrior to you? What does it mean? I'll tell you what it means to me. A Christian warrior defends exactly what the back of this sweatshirt says. A Christian warrior defends his country, defends his family, defends his community, and defends the weak, okay? Because we respect life and we respect freedom, all right? So it doesn't matter if you agree with us. It doesn't matter with many other things. But a Christian warrior, above all, protects the weak, all right? A Christian warrior lives a biblical, biblically-based lifestyle. You believe and ready, here's Christian warrior. You believe in Jesus Christ, <laughs> right? You believe that Jesus was God's son, came, died on the cross, rose three days later, and through his grace, you get to heaven, mm-hmm. period. Not through works, not through what you do, but through his grace, mm-hmm. all right? So now, belief, right, in him without works is death, right? Meaning how can you believe and not be moved to move? To do things. Mm-hmm. So a your works are a reflection of your belief. If you're not doing anything, if you're not putting it on the line, if you're not, if you're not, you know, ABM, always be mentoring. If you're not mentoring somebody right now, this show is an attempt for me to mentor as many people as I possibly can on this lifestyle, on how to be good with a, you know, protect your family, protect, protect yourself, protect your family, protect your community. Uh, and then, you know, protect America and America's values. So that's what a Christian warrior is to me. A lot of this, the things that Christian warriors need to do is not kinetic. It's the things that you've been hearing me talking about. It's about showing up to vote. It's about being educated on issues. It's about being able to talk. You know, I have less than a 10th grade education, as you can probably tell. I am not a, you know, a verbal virtuoso. I don't use high English. I don't, you know... I speak as real as I possibly can from the heart and I'm authentic. You know, there's nothing false about me. So getting out there and being real and just 
and, and it's exposing people to truth is our job, right? This, our weapon is, yes, we have firearms. Yes, we have, you know, you know, tools that help us if things get kinetic because we have to protect the weak. Turn the other cheek doesn't mean get your arm cut off and get run through. It means if someone insults you, you turn your other cheek and it's no big deal. It's more of a, and it's, it's nothing. It doesn't mean allowing someone to kill you. Like meekness went from power, you know, restrained to disgusting slime ball in the corner and the eggs and, <laughs> and the extent yeah. of, you know, about a hundred years in, of the definition. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, hold on, I'm awake, are you? Hold on. It was Pastor Ken Graves in your show that taught me Jesus Christ is the ultimate album. Without a doubt, man. Jesus could have killed everyone if he wanted to. Well, he that's, didn't. That's the the perversion of the word meek. Yep. As Jason was just saying, and, and what it was you how it was used and intended in the Bible, which and then now how it's compared to how the the dictionary has changed the definition, and so people are ascribing the new definition of meek, which is weak, passive, submissive, um, to Jesus and to Christianity, and that's now become the perception of what we're supposed to be, and that it is, it's so false, and so people are, are acting in completely the wrong way or believing completely the wrong thing. Um, exactly. And so, yeah, it's true. As, as Chris said, the ultimate alpha male, and that is meekness in the true sense of the word a man without social media who walked around one of the smallest countries in the world changed you know literally he had to walk everywhere spoke to thousands of people right literally changed the world Mm -hmm. and what people need to realize is that Again, it's the culture war, and it's the spiritual war. When I say culture war, we're really fighting the spiritual war. Yes, right. We're just they're intertwined. They're they're absolutely intertwined, and they're you know the culture war goes a layer deeper. Mm. The culture war is kind of on the outside. The spiritual war is on more on the inside. But as you are living biblical principles, you're starting to work on the inside mm-hmm. as you are conforming to conservatism you are being a good person you are mm-hmm. being a good custodian of you know of the world around you and taking care of yours and being independent and not being dependent on charity mm-hmm. right um, all these things are part of the equation to winning you know, the culture war for Christ because we can buy another thousand years until the rapture or whether the rapture happens pre or post tribulation. There's plenty of people who disagree on that. I don't have an opinion. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm telling you is that we're all called to do everything that we can. And if you're not talking to people about Jesus Christ, you're a coward. You're a mm-hmm. coward. I don't know how to say it. You're a freaking coward and you're not worth them. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, especially now when it's becoming more and more difficult to to speak out as a Christian about Christian principles because it is so contrary to our culture now and you will be shunned, you will be ridiculed, you will be potentially have impacts on your, your life, your income, all of that. Um, and so it takes more courage now to stand up. And so I think that's the very definition of Christian warrior um, is is 
to take that to heart and to fight for it, to fight for Jesus by putting everything on the line and being willing to lose it because you are speaking for truth. And you don't have to be on the street corner shouting this out. It's not what we're talking about. It's working within the people that you know and you trust that, that are reachable. You are not called to go and and minister to people who are going to spit in your face and not do any of that stuff. That's a waste of time. Mm. It's a waste of time. Go get the low-hanging fruit. Go get the people who respect you, who listen to you, and think you're smart. Start having logical discussion with them. You know, I, I mean... We are two former atheists that spent a majority of our life as atheists. Mm -hmm. And the same book turned both of us. Mm -hmm. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist, period. That took me from the the last page of that book. By the time I wrapped it up, it didn't take that long. It was like a third of the way through. I went from atheist, this is all random chaos, garbage, accidental, blah, whatever, to holy smokes, this is intelligent design. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I went from there. Um, would you have any advice for someone who hasn't gone to church in well a long time? That doesn't matter. Um, doing as much for my kid as myself and for the community and religion was baptized, was Baptist, forget the Northern sect. Your denomination doesn't matter, brother. Here, If you want, you need to find a spiritual mentor. And whether they even know you or not doesn't matter. I'm, I'm fortunate that I saw mine, sought them out, moved my entire family because I was so believed in them. And now, you know, we're best friends, and that's Ken Graves. So, um, but watch Ken Graves on Calvary Chapel Banger if you want to get fed. Yeah. If you want to get the word, he teaches every night of the week except for Saturday. There is a Venmo um, account. V- Vimeo. Vimeo, sorry. Vimeo, sorry. Vimeo account. Vimeo account. <laughs> Um, that's called Calvary Chapel Bangor, where Ken Graves is on there taking you through the book, through the Bible, front to back, and he is as good as it gets, but he's just one. He's just one. I mean, we are so blessed right now in the age of the internet, Um, and it was one of the perks of COVID. Fix it, Jay. You can fix it. Don't stay that way. That's God telling you. If I'm speaking to your heart right now, you need to figure out who you need to be working. Always be mentoring. I have an idea, but I'm not going to say it here. No, I'm not. No, I'm not oh. going to say. I. She'll know who I'm thinking of. Yes, exactly. Always I'm be not, mentoring. I'm not. And it say starts it. with you, Che. You need to get your own solid footing and understand the word before you can go out and do this. Right? You can be available. You can do all that stuff, but you need to start watching. You know, people who know, you know, find your mentor, find who speaks to you, mm-hmm. right? Like Ken Graves hits me from head to toe. Mm-hmm. You know, most pastors, I look at them and I'm like, that guy's a weak dude who's never done a thing in his life. He's the new version of Meek. Right, not exactly. The, not the biblical not, version of not Meek. Ken Graves, who is the opposite of that, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, so there are so many resources right now yeah. online. You can find, you could try a different pastor every day. You could try yeah. a different pastor every week. Never it does in the, not matter that you're not going into a physical church. Never in the history of the world because of COVID has there been more biblical thought leaders online willing to meet you where you are in your, like there is no reason not to be like being mentored right now other than you're lazy and you haven't looked for it. Mm. Right? So get out there, find who speaks to you, brother, and then plug in with them and then support them. Mm-hmm. Don't just watch them. Don't, like, 
we tithe with Calvary Chapel Banger. It's 700 something miles to the northeast. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's where we get our spirit filled. And then, Todd, I would say, you know, going into a physical church is not a necessity, but fellowship is. And so, if you find a pastor that that works for you, and if you have, you, you mentioned um, your do, kid, Tom. or if, if you have a, a spouse or friends, someone that you can share this pastor that you find and try to develop a small group because, so that you can debrief what you learn, what you hear in these sermons with other people so that you get their take on it. You can talk through challenges. Yep. You can then begin to share how it impacts you on a personal level. Um, that's where the real growth happens, and that's where you'll then be able to kind of spread out into the community by, by creating your small group. Um, it's the easiest trust. small group you'll ever run, and guess what? You'll always be mentoring. Whoever you're mentoring, watch it together. Mm-hmm. And when you guys hit a bump, you know, the thing that kills most atheists or non-believers who are coming to is inauthentic people. Mm-hmm. You, I struggle with Jonah and the whale. I struggle with the genocide that's committed in the Bible over and over again. I struggle with the things David did. I struggle with a lot of things. It doesn't. It's okay to struggle with that, right? It's just when we just gloss it over and it's all good mm-hmm. that people are just like, wow, you're not really, mm-hmm. like, you're really not authentic. Like you've turned off your brand. Yeah. So again, you know, it's like the way, and you know, and some of you have heard me say this before. It's like when you go in, like, I don't know if you've ever been on the top of a mountain or you've been out in the middle of nowhere where it's pitch black and you can see all the stars, right? You can see a lot of stars. Mm-hmm. But there is 10,000 times more than that that yeah. your eyes can't even yeah. see. That's the Bible, guys, right? You're only picking up so much your first time through. Mm-hmm. And the second time through... You know, as you're going, the more time you spend in it and the more you you get in tune with the Holy Spirit, the more your magnification comes in and the more stars you see. Mm-hmm. And that's the best yeah, way yeah, I can see That's a great analogy it. you come up with. Yeah, I love that. You know. Um, I would like to offer a strength and honor to Todd and to Shay, both for being so honest. honest in our chat here tonight. So that's about too strength where... and honest, so don't. We want to All right, well. So, well, to Todd first. To Todd. Welcome to us, Todd. I love the last name Magnuson. I want to name uh, my son when if I ever have one Magnus. So uh, here's to you, Todd. Thanks for joining us and thanks for being so transparent with us. And to Jay, our longtime supporter, and uh, you know, I feel like we're like close friends, even though we were close. So. The problem, as uh, you're welcome, Jay. Uh, Todd, you are you nailed it with weak pastors and pastorettes kill the passion. Mm-hmm. Um, if you walk in there and the guy who's on the podium is not someone you can respect that you look up to, walk out. You're not going to get fed there. Yeah, you're going to be able to poke holes in their authenticity. You're not going to relate to them, and you're better off being fed somewhere else. You're better off walking to a church of ten people that you can look at that guy and be like, "He's me. I'm him." We get it. You know, he's speaking the truth. He's real. And again, get fed. Again, versus the, online. the super church where you got the dude with makeup on stage, you know, acting a fool. Yeah. I would say the one thing about the, the primary negative about online is you have an excuse to not 
do it at a certain time because it's always there. And so it's easier to bump watching it or listening yeah. to it um, because you know, oh, I, I'll get to it later versus an in-person service, which you're like, I need to be at church at 10. Um, so if you do choose an online time, set a, set a time, you know, if, if you're watching that on, you know, you pick your Sunday sermon, pick your time that you sit down, you put off your phone, you do it exactly as you would be going to church, devote that time, even though you're still in your house. Um, Cause I think that's the one downfall that a lot of people, I fall into that trap. We fall into that trap. Um, oh, we'll watch it later. We're busy right now. Or, you know, something came up, um, treat it the same as if, as if you're going to church. Yeah, it's really important. Um, so for all 10 people who are on YouTube right now, so I should see 10 answers, right? I mm-hmm. just dimed ourselves out. Yes, we only have 10 people watching us live on Thursday right now. That's okay. And we have two people on Facebook, and you guys are included in this. What are you going to do you know, next week to win the culture war? Who are you going to mentor? You don't have to say their name. Just say it's a friend. Just say whatever. Who are you going to be? At a minimum, you better be mentoring, right? And at a minimum, you better be looking at, you know, if you got to stay where you're at, I get that. You know, I respect you, and there are certain people that are going to have to stay in Massachusetts. But the rest of you, you need to start, you need to cut your ties, and you need to go be with your own people because you're not. You're with people who are of the world. You are people who celebrate self and not celebrate Christ. You need to get in a Christian community ASAP or else you're going to get lost. Mm. So I want to hear... What you're going to do next week, I want a commitment from you. Who are you going to talk to? Think about it as you type it out. But I need to see 10 answers on here, and we will cheers every one of them. So we're going to have to open another bottle <laughs> to do this. Get a little bit in here. We will top off ready for your answers. So Todd said, Matthew Raphael Johnson, E. Michael Jones, and Sir Charles Colum. Colum? Columbe, I hope I pronounced that right, Columbe, have been great influences toward pulling me back. But yeah, I mentor completely focused on Christianity and not on history politics. The the great thing is, is you find a pastor, you're going to have your politics in there because Jesus didn't say, there's no part of your heart that should be cut off from Jesus. And your politics dictate how you live. So you best believe. Ken gets crazy political. Ken is in his, all about yeah. that. Which I mean, coming Ken from these. bawled his eyes out singing, uh, My Country Tis of Thee. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, that uh, was an incredible song. Uh, I mean, I, I wept with him, you know, uh, before the election. It was really, really important. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, you know, if you believe red, white, and blue, Ken Graves is your pastor. I promise you. There's also a guy in Nashville that's really good. He's a little even televangelist because he goes really fast. He talks really thing. He's in a tent, but he drops truth bombs like whatever. He's got millions of followers. He's he's great. I like him. He's in a tent in Nashville. I don't really know much. He's like something world whatever. Mm. Um, I'm ashamed I don't know his name, but I'm listening to him, and he's the one who I spoke about. If you wa- if you watched the other day where I talked about that one acre, he told that story about you know the farmer who sold ninety nine a hundred acres but kept one acre for himself in the middle and screwed everything yeah. up. And yeah, it was it was just a really we have analogy. an answer, Chris right. Scott for the win. I will mentor to everyone I meet by my actions, letting the Lord's spirit shine through. Nah, that's not good enough. Oh. 
Not good enough. Denied. Chris. Denied. <laughs> I'm not going to cheer that. We should all be doing that as a minimum, right? To see uh, Jesus. Uh, you need a relationship with playing, someone. Chris. Yeah. Chris, you just. <laughs> Why what so did you just hit? Serious. So serious. <laughs> Hi, Candace. Hey, Candace. Fellow home group spiritual member going through a chemo and colleague going through a rough personal struggle. Awesome, Candace. Cheers that to is you. great. She yeah, wins, yep, right? Yep. Candace gets the win. She's our realtor. She's gonna sell our house. She's gonna sell our house really quick for the right price. I know she so say extra prayers for Candace that she's got the magic touch. And you're gonna be on the show on the radio. It tomorrow. absolutely can start in the home, Brandy. It should start in the home, Brandy. If your house isn't in line, you're screwed. Dean, Danae, uh, Danae Scott, I will continue to mentor my friend, Jen. Here's the Danae. There you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. So I am starting to work on my mom a little bit. She grew up Catholic and the, like the, the want-want Catholic, like the... Yeah. Catholic yep. school girl didn't really the retain ca- it. The Catholic that turns everyone against being Catholic later. Yeah. So um, later. she says she still believes, but she, you know, she doesn't pray at all. She's becoming more liberal because of Trump. Um, and so I'm starting to kind of insert feelers here on, on conversations. And I'm going to start being a little bit more forward in those two. Cause I think she'll be, um, she's a very reachable reachable one to to get back i think that's a great one because we both explored that one a little bit Mm -hmm. she's gone to several like we were when we were church shopping here in charlottesville her mom came on some disastrous occasions where we went there and they were terrible i mean we went and we saw the guy from liberty university preach yeah uh, uh and he was terrible he was like the cheesiest give money to your you know it was all about the money with him it was it made me feel dirty walking out of there um but she loved we. She came down and we watched the Chosen with her, and she loved it. She loved the Chosen, loved guys. If you haven't watched the, my Brandy, thanks for joining us. Hey, Brandy, it's always great to have you. We thank, we appreciate you so much, brother. You have no idea how much you mean to us, and we really, really, really appreciate all your support. Um, if you haven't watched Todd, have you watched the Chosen yet? If you haven't watched The Chosen, that should be your number one thing that you do with your Especially son. Especially because season two is going to come out season soon. Season two is supposed to come out so at Easter, time to but watch season one. the Texas storm, I heard, has set them back a little bit. So Why? Really? Yeah, because they were doing filming there, and it screwed up. People couldn't get to work and all that stuff. Nobody so. goes to work in Texas when it's... People don't even go to Texas when it drizzles. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It mists. Yeah. You know, now after watching people who don't know how to drive on the road, as I see, you don't blame them. I don't blame yeah, them. If awful. people are going to do seventy on icy roads, I don't know what to do with you. Again, that's pray for him. terrible. Just pray for them and be glad I don't live Todd, in Texas. He said no. So that is your assignment. You're going to disciple yourself next week. So you're going to watch the Chosen. Report it's back. It's free. You can watch it on YouTube. Google the Chosen. Watch it. It's eight episodes, brother. It. I you fell, can watch that with I your son. Fell in love child. with Jesus Christ. I knew I was supposed to love Jesus, right? I respected Jesus before, and you know, I I went through the motions of loving Jesus because of what He did for me. But the chosen made Him a, a real person to me, and I fell in love with Him. You're going to see Jesus drinking and having a good time, and He's not 
just words in a book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it was just, it's so and the, Yeah, the darn person powerful. who they have playing him is just so fantastic in it. And um, it's a very, very spirit-led production and you can see that it's not just another christian movie or a christian show it's not a b um, it, you won't detect incredible. any b rate it's as good as anything that spielberg or anyone's yeah. made and you know maybe it's not going to be as powerful as you should be when i when jesus comes on the screen in certain episodes i can't even breathe mm-hmm. it's an involuntary physical reaction that happens to me i've never had it happen with anything else i've ever seen it's just i i can't move I can't take my eyes off because this 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 is just so darn powerful and I can't recommend it enough to people. It's changed my life. It's changed my yeah. relationship with Jesus and helped me along in my journey. So Todd, it's an app. It's an it's app called, where you can watch it. Oh, on. you can watch it on YouTube. Watch the Chosen. Um, and each episode, they vary in length, but approximately an hour. Um, so and it's good. fantastic. So so at least report back next week that you've started it. Yeah, we won't. I won't be surprised if you finished it. Yeah, I won't be surprised either <laughs> if you like chain watch it all in two days. Um, but yeah, you know, The Chosen has been um, instrumental in our ministry. Yeah. You know, we turn everyone we know on. I turn Ken on to it, and Ken loves it. Yes, yeah, which is a good testament because Ken is very critical of Christian shows. And Ken movies. can be critical. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. So, so again, you know, I feel great that I've turned you on to that, mm-hmm. Todd. If you get nothing from turning on this show, I hope that's it. He's on timeout. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in timeout. You're you not were supposed timeout, to Chris. Try we again. love you, bro. You were supposed I to can't t- wait to meet you in person and give you the biggest <laughs> hug, dude. Come on, man. Chris, you were just supposed to come back with another answer. Like you and Danae, like the neighbors person. we wish we had, you know? I mean, we would just be like having a great time all the time, shooting, having a, you know. Exactly, Todd. There's nothing else to watch that's very redeeming these days. So uh, you can watch that. You can watch that with your family, and you can be so confident that you're getting a good influence there. You, we need we need to open up more? I think so. All right. Uh, you need some help over there? No, I got it. I got the fancy. No, I'll do my old-fashioned wine key. No. Sure? Yeah. All right. You're, so you're not, but but I still need an answer from you. So, Chris, who are you going to work on, brother? You know, you don't have to say their name. Che was very bold and put their name in there. And so, Che, I want to cheers you next because you did it. You put a, an app. you steal a sip from mine? Yes, I will steal a sip from okay. yours so we can cheers, Che. All right. To Che. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. So listen, hey, if we want to help people have another drink, we didn't strengthen honor to my mom. So can we, because I, we didn't strengthen honor that I'm going to talk to my mom. So, oh, whoa. Hey, I mean, yeah, come go. on now. Lauren working on Patty. Thank you for your prayers for Patty today. Yes, by the Patty way. had back surgery today. It went well. She's not going to know for a few weeks whether it worked, but um, the operation itself went well. The surgeon was happy. So thank you. So, Danae, we would move to North Carolina, or we'd be really close if we were willing to move to North West North Carolina. Just saying. If that's she said, we maybe we'll be neighbors if y'all if you all would move to North Carolina. We might. 
We are might. you guys? Are you guys moving to North Carolina? Too so in now Nevada? that you decided you're not moving back to California, is it is North Carolina on the? Let's do this. Let's get a compound. Let's do this. Yes. All right. Here we go. Hundred acres. We're gonna start doing this law. I'll be... it, it looks like we need a little bit more than a hundred acres. Yeah, we might need <laughs> a thousand acres now. Let's do this. We'll have mountaintops. We'll have like you know, it'll be like something out of the Lord of the Rings. Horns from mountaintops. Horns mountain and fire. <laughs> oh, it'll be great. Maybe, all right, well, I'll be visiting for sure. I love downtown moon. Still felt like real America in 2019. We've never been. Never been. Never been. We're, tomorrow's We've our- heard that it's a little- It's liberal. Oh, That's yeah, why we're looking kind of at rolling or blowing rock. Um, yeah, we're, we're going we're lo- right across the border into Tennessee. Yeah, I really want to live anyway. literally over the border in Tennessee. So no state taxes, but still get the benefit of Boone. Um, I was- I almost was raised there. I would move there in a heartbeat. All right, Danae. Now we need to work on Chris. I think he would too. He's he's settled into waiting for God to move him. Well, Chris, for all you guys who are struggling to find someone, right, I ask you to pray this prayer, which a friend of mine taught. He said, Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, you set the appointments and I'll be there. Right? Meaning that you are opening yourself up to God for people to ask questions. And you're counting, you're saying, God, send them to me and I will minister to them. So you can pray that. Right? Again, you don't you don't have to be on the corner screaming out to the to the masses. Um, that may be effective for some, but not for a lot. You're better off doing this in a personal way. And the best way is to be that shining light that you talked about, Chris, that, that light in the darkness. And um, that people will be like, something's different about that guy. What is it? And then they'll start asking you questions and you can start chipping away at them. But, you know, spending time with someone like your boss, taking them out to lunch, hanging out and just, you know, Find something to talk about and just start working on someone. It might be somebody you don't even know yet, Chris. Just open yourself well, up. He's open your eyes. Question. I think he passed the test. Yeah, he does. He uh, he deserves his strength and honor. He's strength he's and named, honor compound. He's na- okay. Wait. I was trying to give Chris his kudos right. here, so All we're right. gonna Chris first. <laughs> we're gonna strength and honor to Chris. He's got his. Strength and honor, strength and honor. Holy strength smokes. Honor. All right, Chris. I got your back here, bud. Hey, here we go, Chris. <laughs> now we can strength and honor to a compound. Thank strength you. Strength and honor compound. Strength and honor, strength and honor. Oh, what, what is that, that weak is... sauce? What is that? that Holy smokes. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. To, to, to cant it, you have to hold it up. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's saying, good. Right? That's good. That's good. Okay. That's good. That's good. All right, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. You know, here's to a strength and honor back at Lauren for putting up with one of the strangest dudes on the planet, which is myself. <laughs> I will I'm all over the that. place. <laughs> strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. I want to talk to you guys about my new hat now. Did right? we? We didn't complete the strength and honor to Danae. We didn't actually drink it to the compound. No, because we gave that one to Chris. Oh man, to, to the compound! <laughs> I thought we just did that again. I think we just did No problem. I'm sure no one's complaining, anyways. So, 
You know, I got the trucker hats before, you know, and that was by accident, I will admit. <laughs> so I got these new low-profile hats that are pretty BA, I must say. I love wearing my hat backwards. I don't wear it on camera because you can't tell, and it looks like I got like a stupid little kid's beanie hat because you don't get the side profile. But I love wearing this. So for me, having the shield up front is awesome. And then... You got the American flag on the side and then a little bit up here. So I dig them. They come in a lot of colors. They're flex fit. I wish they were made in America. They're like made in Vietnam or something. But uh, I dig them. So I'm just putting Chris them out Scott, there. Is this public service announcement because um, we are cheersing too much for a Thursday night because people are working tomorrow morning? Is that what that was for? What? But I'm going to offer up another one because you're just talking about merchandise. So we would like to thank a Stephen Raleigh. He's probably, oh, yep. he's probably not on the show right now. But Stephen Raleigh, are you watching right now or are you being quiet? He bought some merchandise yesterday, Stephen a couple Raleigh. days ago. Thank so you. strength and honor to you. We so appreciate your support. It means a lot to us. You guys have no idea how much it matters. Um, we don't have a thousand views. There are thousands of subscribers. We don't have much. We did you know, we're growing. You know, we hit uh, 1,050. It's slow. We get shadow banned. Our friends don't even see our shows. It's 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 tough. So when with our Patreon supporters and the people who, you know, buy our sweatshirts and all that stuff, every one of those is a conversation starter, and every one of those is a chance to minister, and every one of those is another chance that to, to bring someone to Jesus, and every one of that supports the show, and we just are so darn thankful for it. These shirts help you minister to your friends and community. There you go. We're helping you set the appointments. <laughs> I mean, what's better than that? What a solid investment. <laughs> that, that's a great See? point. Yeah. You know, you can be in Starbucks, but what are you doing in Starbucks for the first point? You can be in Starbucks and people are going to be like, what is this? I only kneel for one man and he died for me on the cross. Are you a Christian? Yeah. As a matter of fact, done I am. Done. Now, maybe it'll be somebody with purple hair and steel to their face, and they're going to be like, fascist! <laughs> but then, you know, never to go to Starbucks again. You don't which... have to ruin the moment. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you guys seen the Instagram channel? I'm kind of proud of it. It's come a long way. I am not an Instagrammer. I felt like that was a millennial thing. It felt like too hungry. Last year, was it last year or two years ago, we sat down with my friend. Two from, years ago now, yeah. Two years ago, I sat down with my friend. He had a well, you know, hundreds of thousands of subscribers to his channel. And he's like, hey, in order to grow on Instagram, you're going to need seven pieces of content a day. And we, Lauren and I looked at each other and laughed. I'm like, nope. not for us. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it's been great. We've been getting very personal on there. Um, it allows us to just pick up our phone and put stuff up. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I recommend you doing that. A hundred acres. I'm going to have to work up to that. Orchards, vegetable gardens, and permaculture. Yep, it's all good. I have to get ready for bed. Four a.m. comes real early. Be safe. Yeah, your travel's gonna, we won't we be doing Thursdays that. as a as a practice. But uh, sorry, thanks for making it Kevin, tonight, Danae. Kevin. Um, Kevin C. Miles, 416. <laughs> I want to go to a church where they chug alcohol the way you guys do. Well, Jesus drank, <laughs> and so do we. So the key is to know make sure your you— Know your limits. Know your limits. Well, no. Control. 
too often Christians are not fun. They're not fun. They're wah wah Christians. You don't need alcohol to be fun. No, but I mean, I would call this a fun time. I would say that the spirits. You know, what is their quote? Uh, you know, thank the Lord for the spirit of the vine makes men merry, something like that. Yeah. We just do not want to lead anyone to drunkenness, which is is the line that uh, drunkenness is what Noah did when he bang, when he started banging his daughters because yeah. he was drunk. To determine what your you're line so of drunk, you is. don't know that there's only so many people in the world, and you're having sex with your daughter. <laughs> you're pretty much hammered. Let's put out this disclaimer. <laughs> you do not need to to drink every time we do. You can add some water in there if you want to. Todd, I get you, brother. I don't see any of the stuff you you got. You're seeing, so I'm. Uh, I don't go on the seeker mode. I mm-hmm. own like, believe it or not, we've got you know two thousand. Like we got two thousand followers, which is nothing, right? Two thousand plus followers, and the only stuff that comes across my feed is Christian stuff because yeah, it really depends on who you're following. It's all on who you follow, and then they will populate videos and pictures that are similar to who you're following, so that you can find other people to follow. So, yeah. like on my other account, which if you guys want to follow it, it's for our daughter and our dog because they're awesome together. It's called Twenty Five Toes. Just a little. Why little, is it Twenty Five Toes? Um, because she has ten, because she's a normal little human baby, and Odin has Who's Odin? fifteen. Odin's our our American Staffordshire Terrier, and they're best friends. And he has fifteen toes instead of sixteen toes, because uh, he had one amputated because he's Odin. And who came up with that really cool name? This guy. <laughs> So look for 25 toes on Instagram and it's babies and dogs. And so all I see on Instagram are, are suggestions for babies and dog pages. So right. it's really on who you yeah, follow. I ha- I so you can gotten... unfollow all of those girls in yoga pant people and you'll get a lot cleaner of an Instagram experience. Exactly. So like my Instagram, if I pull it up right now, is literally Christian <laughs> quotes, working out, guns, uh, all that stuff, and I unfollow everybody who puts anything out that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's it's just a really good place to to really get to know everyone mm-hmm. because you know you can be like, hey, what's up? I'm here grabbing coffee. Just heard this news. Good blah, night, blah, blah, Chris. Blah. Thanks for joining us. Lol, twenty five toes. <laughs> it's a great name, man. Come on, it's my marketing genius. It is the event the. Um Facebook one is called The Adventures of Brenna Rose and Odin 15 Toes. Which was also my name. My no, name. I came up with that one, but then you were no. like, that was, swear to God, that came up with that one. You but said then The you Adventure s- of, of Brenna Rose, Rose and, Odin and I came toes. Odin 15 Toes. Whatever. And, She's but that's to way too me. long for Instagram, so he was like, to sum that up, it's 25 Toes. <laughs> <laughs> I go where she goes. We love you. Our that's, extended that's family. Chris God Scott bless. going to bed. Okay. Awesome. Well, Chris, I don't blame you. Go where she goes. And uh, you guys have a good night. And um, so we're supposed to follow Shoot Las Vegas. We will look you up. Follow Shoot Las Vegas on IG. Will do. Is that is that Chris Scott's uh, business? Because we'd be happy to have him on here to talk about it. So the next thing you're going to start seeing on the show is we're going to start having um, – Listeners' testimonies and supporters' testimonies. So the first one I want to have is uh, Kaz. He owns um, Texas Angel Oil, which is a Christian-based olive oil company that's absolutely amazing from a a fellow veteran, a disabled veteran, 
who um, is a Christian and we support him and everything yeah. he does. He does like this isn't a paid advertisement. He's just a friend. It's a great night, Todd. Great, thank great you for joining place, us so. so much. God bless you. Good luck with your so, discipling this next week. Exactly, and good luck with the chosen. Yes, the chosen. So, anyways, um, we're gonna start having testimonies on here. Um, where people come on, tell their story, and you guys can ask questions. So really, really, really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to giving to my testimony on here. Your testimony as believers and as Christian warriors is constantly evolving, guys, mm-hmm. because your experience is constantly changing, yeah. and you're constantly getting deeper and deeper into the Word, and life is throwing challenges at you, and things are happening to you and around you. And... It's going to change your testimony. Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking, well, we just went through this last week with the miscarriages thing. Okay. Updated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, and, and it's important because every one of our testimonies, if you guys don't know, is made to reach other people mm-hmm. who have gone through similar circumstances as you. You know, I look at the Bible and I despise David. I find David to be the grossest worst leader I could ever imagine. You know, the fact that he betrays one of his best soldiers, right? A dude who wouldn't even go home and sleep with his wife because his men were in the field and has him murdered, right? So he can cover up his affair with his wife. Like, there is nothing worse than that, right? Um, But that's what makes Christianity so true. Mm-hmm. Because only in a true religion, would pe- people would write rosy things about mm-hmm. everything. Instead, we have the most flawed list of people who that you can only take pity on because they suck so bad. And if God can love them, then they can love us. Yeah. Then he can love us. Well, so. it gives us something to relate to and um, say, okay, they have God's love. Yeah, we we can have it too. So, And let me just, you were mentioning... Um, Kaz and his Texas Angel Oil. Um, if we can put in a prayer, he's in Texas, and this weather potentially really crushes orchards. Um, really? So if we can say some prayers to, that sure. that his business is not impacted, he said it could either. He's he's not sure yet whether it helped or hurt. So right, it's gonna be like wine where the distressed vines create better wine. Yes. Yeah, so you say know, prayers that um, his business survives this. Um, weather that Texas just had and that he's not impacted negatively negatively by it. Yeah, that's I mean I spoke to him and I'm like, is this gonna crush you? And he's like, it's in God's hands. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a a warrior for Christ and he is one hundred percent God Jesus at the center of his heart. Yeah. And I just want to see him do well because mm-hmm. he's a great dude. He's a great dude. He's got um well He'll tell you his story. And it's always better coming from him than, than uh, coming from me. So is there anything else you want to talk about, Lauren? Okay. How can people support this program? You guys can support us. I mean, we've obviously been talking about our awesome sweatshirts, which I think is one of the best, best ways, because you guys get something then very tangible in return, and that you can find on patriotcrusadermission.com forward slash shop. You can also follow all of our social media. We are on Instagram, as we talked about. YouTube, like, subscribe, share, comment, and push it out to all of your friends. 
We have a Patreon account. You can find us there, Patriot Crusader Mission, memberships. of what about the podcast? Our podcast. We're on all these different platforms. You can find us on iTunes, Apple. I don't know where people listen to podcasts. Uh, iTunes is Apple, so. She was doing great up until that. So you can really <laughs> help us by going to iTunes and writing a review for a podcast. Yeah. Please help us with a five-star review in at least three words. We would really appreciate it. It makes a big difference in recommending us. We chose the category of Christian. It's not We're going up against heavy hitters who are just putting out false teachers, putting out basically propaganda, being health, you know, help, self-help coaches. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we appreciate all the love and, and we, all the respect. Inevitably, because of our topic, we get the trolls and the haters and the... Yeah. The thumbs down one star. So get we need some positive people to counter counter the trolls. So, thank you very much. And with anything, was there anything else? Going once, going twice. I think that's it. Why don't you pray us out, Lauren? You did such a good job the other night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with wine. All right. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time of fellowship and joining all of us tonight as we join together as a community of believers who turn to you to look for guidance in our life, for growth, and learning how we can serve you better and serve each other and move our country in the direction that we believe brings it closer to you. Um, We are so blessed for the opportunity to sit here and share our lives with our our followers. And um, we, we pray that what we share blesses them and can provide them some growth and guidance in their own lives that they can then pass on to others. And um, just thank you so much for your continued love and, and the hand that we feel on our back um, as we continue to navigate the path that you're laying out towards us. So thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you for listening to Patriot Crusader Mission where Christian warriors are forged. Sponsored by Patriot Crusader Mission Patreon page. Join us and become the Christian warrior you are called to be. Thank you for standing shoulder to shoulder with us in today's spiritual vanguard on Christian Warrior Talk, presented by Christian Warrior Mission. As we've united in prayer, let's hold fast to the truth in Nehemiah 4.14. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Until next time, let's keep a humble and grateful heart, deliberately pursue our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and equip ourselves with the full armor of God. You're not walking this path alone. Lock shields with us, and together we will hold the line. May God bless you all.